Hi guys, welcome back to Speaker Anarchy. This is a very special feature for Children's Fridays. We have Veronique Gabay with us again because this is part of the series we're doing with her. And I'm so excited to see that you guys really have been enjoying the series. Um, of course, she is the encyclopedia when it comes to fragrance. So welcome back, Veronique. I'm so thrilled to be hosting you again. Oh, thank you, Ekta. I'm so pleased to do this series with you. And, and if it brings a, a, you know, a little bit of a understanding of this beautiful craft uh, to the people who are listening, then uh, all the better. Oh, absolutely. And I can't think of a better person to explain everything to us than you, because I mean, you just, you know it, you know, like the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't wait to dive into today's topic. Um, For everyone listening today, we're going to really kind of touch on this concept of you know fragrance being um so unique to each of us you know whether that's um your personality whether that's the chemistry of the fragrance on your actual body once you spray it on so veronica i'd love to get started by just having you talk to us about you know what your experience has been um with this you know area like in terms of just noticing how fragrance evolves for every single person as you know differently you know, it's interesting because, you know, as you learn the craft and you start in that uh, world of fragrance, <clears throat> you know, you you always have the image of the perfumer, you know, smelling those little uh, pieces of paper that we call blotters. And yeah. blotters allow you basically to smell a multitude of things. And so it allows you to work and fine tune your products. Once the products arrive to a good level of completion, then you need to replace the blotters with skin. You mm. need to smell on skin because skin will have, you know, chemistry with uh, the scent that you're working on. And it is really important that you finalize the product you're working on by smelling on skin, as it is really important for people to try on skin after they curated a few fragrances that are interested in, because at the end, it's skin that matters. And so as I was a young um, person in that field of fragrance, you know, yeah. I remember uh, working with perfumers and evaluators. And so at the end, we were always like, okay, now we need to smell on skin. So we would smell on ourselves and then we would bring in people, you know, from the office to smell on a multitude of skins because fragrances act differently on different people. And, and that's how I realized how important that connection with skin is and how different the same fragrance will smell on you, on me, on someone else. And how you need to learn to accept those differences um, to basically make sure that technically the fragrance will be beautiful on most people, you know, on everyone, uh, hopefully, uh, yeah. but to also make sure that you're not, you know, having a problem that emerge when you are uh, smelling the fragrance on skin. Absolutely. No. And, and that's so fascinating to me, you know, in terms of the process that you go through, you know, you, you mentioned first the blotting papers, and then you move on to the actual skin itself. I mean, I think that that's, uh, that's brilliant, obviously, because it's it's a step by step approach, you know, but I, I find it so, so intriguing, because skin, like, a fragrance can be completely different yeah. when you put it on the skin, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, 
I just want to know, like, what is it that contributes to that? Is it just because things evaporate differently on the skin? Or, I mean, what are, from your experience, what do you, what have you noticed being like the main drivers behind why a fragrance will change? Once you know, it's, it really is a combination of factors. Mm. Uh, there is the nature of your skin, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 you know, the level of moisturization of your skin. Uh, there is the, um, uh, you know, the basically the pH of your skin. There's also what you've eaten uh, before. What is your uh, food regimen? That will influence the way that a fragrance smells on you. Um, so there's a lot of different factors. And then there's factors that are not necessarily related to your own skin, but related to the environment you're in. What is the climate you're living in? If it's super humid or super dry, you'll have a different rendition of the fragrance on your skin. Uh, and, and, and there's a part that is literally something you can hardly explain. It's pretty magical uh, to see how the chemistry works. Uh, and a same fragrance, let's say, let's take, for example, Noir de Mai. Okay, it's a fragrance that I wear a lot. I personally push woody notes. So um, a fragrance will always smell a little woodier on me, okay? Some people push the floral notes. So it will, Noir de May will smell really like a rose on some people. On some, it will smell more ambery. So, you know, that's the magic, I think, of fragrance. So we can explain to a degree, we can explain through pH and level of moisturization and, uh, uh, you know, the level of oil in your in your skin, all of that will explain a part of it. And then I like to keep a part a little bit mysterious because that's what makes fragrance magical. Right. No, right. You're absolutely right. And I, I find it to be very interesting because, you know, we prefer... For example, like, you know, I'll tell you about me, you know, just being completely <laughs> new yeah. to uh, fragrance. Like for me, so there have been so many times where I've gone into a wonderful store and I've tried, you know, something because on the blotting paper, um, it smelled so lovely. And I told you, remember, I told you I love fresh scents and like the clean and the citrusy yeah. fragrances, right? So I love that. But then I'll spray it on my skin and I'll do the little walk around the store, you know, and then come back, you know, just to make sure it smells nice. It'll end up smelling more um, woody or more musky to, you know, on my actual yeah. skin. And I get so like sad about it because it's like my skin is saying no I don't like citrus smells <laughs> and my nose is saying no I want citrus smells so you know it, this disconnect happens right and so I just I find it to be so intriguing because I think our skin wants one thing and then our our mind wants another you know it's, 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 it's very funny what you're saying but you did the right thing that's what I advise people to do you know you curate the choices on blotter. So instead of having to put on your skin 10 fragrances, you curate like, let's say, a short list of three. And then you put those three on your skin or three or four on your skin. And then you smell and you see uh, what works best for you. Um, now, you know, in, in the context of what uh, of what you're, you're saying, Ekta, if you love the citrus smells, but they are not necessarily render the right way on your skin you can always like it's a little trick you can always spray on your clothes or on your hair 
and that um, you know will um, will give you uh, the rendition that you're looking for. That's brilliant. I love that. I'm going to do that actually. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was actually. You know, that leads me to my next question, actually, Veronique, because I. Um, I'm very curious about how, you know, how everybody, especially with the winter time coming up fall, we all have a routine for our body care. You know, we come out of the shower, we put on our body lotion, we do all this stuff, right? Like the oils, and then we spritz on whatever fragrance it is for the day that we're using or whatever. So is that something that you recommend we do after we put on like everything else? Or do you think it's better and more you know, I think more true to the fragrance to spritz it on, you know, without any other products on your skin. Like what is, what's your opinion yeah. about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, a, I, I always recommend to people to moisturize. Okay. I think your skin needs moisturization for a slew of reasons, but a moisturized skin will keep fragrance longer. Okay. Um, mm. If your skin is super dry, the fragrance is not going to last as long uh, on, on your skin. Uh, now, what happens today is that most um, body lotions uh, that are sold, you know, in the world, the fragrance are heavily scented. So obviously, it will impact the rendition of your fragrance. Uh, you know, you will smell both, uh, you know, and, and, and they need to marry well. And that's why, you know, um, in my line, my two body lotion, which by the way, really brings you a super high level of moisturization, eight hours moisturization. Uh, I've, I've created them only with the booster fragrances, Eau du Jour and Eau de la Nuit, so that the layering works because you know there's this layering principle in my brand so the layering works obviously if the products were not um created with that in mind you're gonna have you know to live with your own layering and obviously if you love the rendition of your perfume but you put a, a body lotion i don't know that smells like watermelon you know um the rendition of your perfume will change you know right. obviously mm -mm. No, that's so interesting. Um, I because I didn't know about the moisturization part. That that, it that is, yeah, absolutely essential. So, um, you know, you you come out of your shower, use um, you know, a shower oil or shower gel that is a, a less, you know, that's not too hard on your on your skin, and then yes, moisturize. If you want to keep the purity of the fragrance rendition, I would recommend to use a a very lightly scented body lotion or non-scented body lotion. And then you can put um, uh, your fragrance and have the, the purity of the scent of your fragrance on, on yourself. Or you use a body lotion that's meant to be layered like it is the case in my line and I'm sure in others probably. Right. No, that makes sense. I, I actually, you know, really, um, I find it so intriguing how our, you know, other products that we use interact, you know, with fragrance, because fragrance is so delicate. You know, that's how I see it is that, you know, once you spray a perfume, um, you know, it's a very delicate process of how it blooms and, and opens up on your skin. And so I'm always interested in the chemistry of, you know, whatever you're spraying it on, you know, I'm sure that interacts with it chemically. So, you know, I, I just wonder mm -hmm. how that works. But um, um, that really leads me to asking you about about the next thing, which is, you know, when it comes to like crafting 
a fragrance that's going to be long lasting. I know that we had we had touched upon this in our other episodes about yeah. how different notes last longer. But um, when it comes to this idea of, you know, kind of marrying it with all of the products that we use, I mean, what is your thought about using like a primer? for a perfume. I mean, is that a concept that exists in the fragrance I think world? that it's a, it's a very brilliant yeah. idea, quite frankly. Uh, um, so, um, you know, Ekta, if, if we work on it, you'll work on it with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, sure, uh, yeah. but, I think, but I think really the best primer um, would be the moisture. You know, if your skin is moisturized, Honestly, that's the best canvas uh, for fragrance to last long. So I, I, I would say that that is what I would do. Now, in terms of uh, uh, boosting a fragrance, I think that using what we call a booster fragrance, like in my line, it's Eau du Jour and Eau de la Nuit, it will reinforce, if you will, the power of your fragrance. Now, the reality is that a fragrance has, has a life cycle. It starts, it blooms, it ends. And if you want to it to end, you know, later, you have to refresh and respray once in a while. You know, in some areas of the world, people are spraying five times a day. You know, in America, we think that okay, we do it once and it's going to be over. No, I think you, it's okay to to respray a little bit, to refresh a little bit, and uh, and I think having in your bag, you know, a little travel spray or a little, you know, like my jewel around your neck that has a mini bottle of perfume that that allows you very quickly to refresh your scent there's nothing wrong with it a scent is not going to last forever so you need to refresh it once in a while yeah no I agree with you I I'm one of those people that I always have like especially with your um aroma line I love the little um carry-ons you know because they're just so lovely and I always keep them with me because you know like like you said it's really good to refresh the scent and I always enjoy it because it's also a nice little you know reminder in your day especially with that with the line you know with the aroma line because it's it's meant for meditation it's meant for grounding you you know so it's a really nice way to like refresh your whole day and I I yeah. really encourage everybody to to do that I I agree with you um it's for me I think it's more I get irritated I'm not gonna lie to you I get irritated when I go onto websites like for example Sephora right and I see a wonderful fragrance brand I know the fragrance I've tried it and then there are people who review it and they say oh it doesn't last and I'm like well you're not using it properly then you know and you can't just like badly review a fragrance because you think that it doesn't last when in reality you're expecting it to go for eight hours you know <laughs> without yeah, changing some, yeah exactly so some some fragrance will last longer as we discussed you know that's the nature of you know the composition um and it it comes either from the uh, pure composition of ingredients if you are more in the woody ambery um, situation the fragrance will probably last longer than if you're in just the fresh or floral um, you know area and then depending on the concentration yes you know and eau de toilette will last less than a, a pure perfume uh, that's the nature of things. So you have to know a little bit what you are buying into and, and what it's going to uh, feel like as you wear it. Um, the other thing also that I would say um, is sometimes because of skin chemistry, 
um, a fragrance will bloom beautifully on your skin and some others won't. And that's where the choice of fragrance really needs to be done also on skin because some fragrance will be flat and dull on some people and absolutely amazing on others because the blooming process is different for each of us. And, and that's where, honestly, there's no formula. You have to try. That's it. Right. So the people who say it doesn't last, maybe it doesn't last on you. They might not be lying or saying, you know, something because they don't understand. It might literally not last on them, but it's going to last forever on someone else. So um, that's, that's also part of the process. Um, like, for example, on me, there are some uh, ingredients that honestly don't smell good and don't last long on me. Uh, and, and I have to force myself also to continue to work on those ingredients and use other people's skin, you know, to, to work on them, because I know for a fact that it will be beautiful, beautiful on other people, you know, so um, that's part of, of, of the beauty of the craft. I love that. I really love that. And I love that you, you know, explain it so well, by the way, I'm just always in awe when I'm <laughs> listening to you. Um, no, I, I think that's such a brilliant point, you know, as always, um, that you've made, because I think people really jump the gun when it comes to fragrance. And I think it's important for all of us to realize that fragrance is a category like nothing else in self-care you know it's it's one of those categories where you have to really be patient and you have to you have to understand it for what it is it's not a quick fix you know it's it's more of like a you have to feel it you know allow yourself to experience whatever scent it is that you're working with or trying to you know work with and give it time to you know to open up for you rather than just saying oh I like this or I don't like this you know immediately it's not you know, it's very interesting because at the same time, and, and now we're getting into more of the uh, what fragrance, what scent, what the sense of smell is for us. Yeah. People who say, I like it, I don't like it. Honestly, Ekta, it's a normal reaction. Why? Because um, the sense of smell is located in our most instinctive part of the brain. It's called the reptilian brain. And it is basically the original brain of the human race. Okay, then that brain developed around that core that's called the reptilian brain. The reptilian brain basically control our basic instinct. Okay, and our sense of smell is located there because as we started as a human race, you know, the sense of smell was super developed to protect us against danger, like an animal. Yeah. Okay, we are animals after all. Um, or to push us into making sure that we would reproduce the race. Uh, so basically, sexuality was part of the process. So the instinct in us, which we have, despite all of the fabulous education we received and the enlightenment that we believe we have, at the end of the day, there are some instinctive reaction. And whatever we smell, the first reaction will be immediate and instinctive. I like it. I hate it. That's it. Then basically what happened is that also our sense of smell, the reptilian brain is very close to the center of emotions, uh, the limbic brain. Okay. The center of emotion uh, receives a lot of connectors. Some of them are scent. Some of them are memories. So our sense of smell is super closely related 
to the center where we store our memories. So when we smell a, 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 an odor, we will immediately connect that order to memory. That is not instinctive. That is basically personal, okay? The instinct is the same, whoever you are in the human race. The emotional journey is very personal. It is part of your culture. It is part of your individual journey. It is part of your childhood memory. It is, you know, the first experiences that you had that imprint so strongly in your memories. So everything we have as individual is storing that center and the sense of smell goes there. And so whatever you smell becomes super highly personal. And that's why you have, again, that completely emotional reaction to scent you know uh, where you know if it triggers a memory some people would be brought to tears because of that or some people will be completely offended by a smell because it's something they don't want anymore in their lives so it's very interesting and and that's why you know i i i, I want to say to people it's okay to have those very um immediate reaction to scent uh, that's normal. That's a normal reaction. Now, if you want to learn more about scent and you want to learn more what is fitted, your personality, your personal journey, your personal um, uh, memories, then you have to, to your point, give it a little time, try a few things, try to dig deeper into the understanding of scent or um, you know, play a little bit with us and do our personality test, which is based on the science of correspondence between the senses. And through that personality test, we can define what is the fragrance family that best fit your unique personality. I love that. I love that you brought up the personality component and the, also the reptilian brain. That's absolutely genius. And it's so important for us to understand that. I think that, you know, people, they just don't want to do this deep dive, you know, yet. And and I think that this is where I'm so glad we're doing this series because, you know, there are so many components with the olfactory system that we don't understand, that we don't know yet, you know. So I completely agree um, that it, it's very, very important. I just, I find it to be very interesting how people's behavior is, you know, when they smell something. It's just, from a psychology point of view, it's just very, very interesting to watch somebody either gravitate towards or away from a specific but, sense exactly yeah. but because it's so instinctive and because people react instinctively and emotionally to scent you know when I was working in big corporation you know there was such a thing as consumer testing right and yeah. you would not launch a product before having like a battery of tests just to make sure that your product would work or not work on the market and I always laughed at it because you know because I would say the reaction that we have about scent is emotional and it is instinctive. The consumer testing is a you know battery of question where you ask people to rationalize their um, reaction to scent. People don't know how to do that. And they will answer what they think you want them to answer. Okay. What they think is the right answer, but they will not let you know their immediate um you know sensation call the shot because we are not trained like this as as you know um uh, intelligent people we think we all have always have to be rational scent is not rational 
And, and to me, when I test a fragrance, I don't ask people questions. I look at them. I see the smile in their eyes. I see the movement of their body. And according to what happened in their demeanor, you know if a, a scent is touching them emotionally or not. And that's very, very interesting. Oh, I love that. I love what you said. That's so true. And it's so, I mean, it must be magical for you, especially as, you know, as a creator, you know, of of such fine fragrances to see that. Because I, I, I know for a fact with me, it's, you know, as a consumer, when you have that moment and something smells perfect, it's just mm-hmm. It will transport you. It transports Absolutely. you. Yeah. Yeah. It transports you. It uh, it gives you a boost of confidence. It brings joy. It brings a moment of pleasure. It makes you feel like, oh, you know, like this moment of release. Uh, and it's it's pretty amazing. And um, and again, you know, the, this approach, which is a very personal approach, uh, is not one that is very conducive with mass marketing. And so that's one of the reasons why I went into doing my own brand, because I wanted to have a chance to connect more personally uh, one-on-one with people um, and and find for them the right thing for them, not for me, not to clone people and have the, you know, the egotistic uh, approach of of saying oh everybody is smelling the same and they're wearing very gigabyte that's not the point the point is really about helping people find the right perfume for them that fits their personality that will connect to their own emotions that will help them in their own journey and that to me is really really the most exciting part of what I do today I love that. I really love that. And I think, you know, honestly, Veronique, I would love for, you know, psychiatrists to like work with the fragrances you've created. Because honestly, I think that this idea of getting people to open up, right, or getting people to speak or feel a certain way is so tied, like you said, you know, to what their initial reaction is when they smell something, you know, like, it's that, how cool would that be if you did a session with somebody, you know, this for all the psychology geeks out there that are listening yeah. in, you know, how cool would it be if you did a, a therapy session with an, a client and you opened that session up with a fragrance or you know some sort of scent that reminded them of a moment or reminded them of a memory you know and then you you dive into whatever topic it is that you're discussing I mean I just think that there's you know and the reason I say that I I think there's endless possibilities of how we can be utilizing fragrance you know um when it comes yeah definitely and that's why we developed Aroma because Aroma really is at the crossroad between perfumery and aromatherapy hectare so so aroma is not just about the olfactive experience. It really is about the well-being experience. Uh, and we use the natural ingredients, not just for the olfactive beauty, like I do in my perfumery line, but also for the benefits they procure. So the core formulas of aroma, which have been done with a doctor, by the way, the core formulas of aroma are really almost like prescriptions, a prescription to alleviate certain triggers of stress. And then we wrap this around a beautiful delivery of fabulous perfume that you will enjoy wearing like you would wear any other perfume. But as you wear them, this truly this well-being experience that kicks in and really helps, uh, you know, your your emotional, mental, physical well-being, which which is pretty amazing. 
oh my gosh yeah I mean I am like your number one fan when it comes to that line <laughs> I I cannot tell you honestly Veronique like you know in all seriousness there have been so many times so I know everyone listening you've already heard me rave about heart heart is my favorite and the and the three that are available right now but soul is also amazing and I love both of them so much because when I have a moment where I'm just my brain is cluttered you know I've maybe I've come out of a patient case or something has happened and I need to just rethink or just completely clear my mind I literally spray one of the scents yeah in the aroma and, line and it, and it is magical work. yes yeah, it, it works it's, it's magical it literally works <laughs> it's like it's like my brain goes from clutter to just yeah. okay let's just relax and it yeah. relaxes immediately immediately yeah, too immediately yeah. So I can definitely see what you mean when you say, you know, it's it's it really resets you. It grounds you. It's a beautiful way to refresh your whole day. It really is. And so, no, I'm a huge believer in what you've created with Aroma, Veronique. This, I mean, Thank it's you. truly magical. It really Thank is. You. Thank you so yeah. much. You know, it's funny because I think it's uh, the, uh, I, I don't want to say the last chapter of a journey, but probably something that came after years and years and years of exploration, pushing the boundaries, understanding deeper the craft, understanding deeper the natural ingredients. And so at the end, you know, it's years of, of work that uh, finally find a way to do good for people. You know, I think that my line of perfumery brings you joy, brings you a moment of escape. And that to me was super important to do. You know, I wanted that for people. But I think with Aroma, we're really going into the world of well-being. And, and if I can help uh, people feel better, then, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm not completely useless in this world. I, I just I think that's why I love you so much because your <laughs> your work no I mean it and don't say the last of anything by the way because you're no, no, no. you're gonna help me craft a line okay we're gonna do yeah, something yeah, yes, together. Yes, yes. we're gonna do we're gonna do a line of primers <laughs> yes yes we are no I mean honestly I think that's why I just I really really love you know your work because it comes through that you want to help people it's not just you saying it it comes through. even you know we were talking about the aroma line but your main main fragrance line your perfumery line is absolutely divine every single fragrance is like it's a different world you know it takes you somewhere it transports you it's a it's a beautiful way to you know not only reset someone's day but also start your day you know I think that's so important you know coming back to your point about you know helping people mentally especially in the world we live in we live in such a fast-paced world and I think people don't slow down they don't take that moment but I think one of the best things in the morning you know in, in terms of your morning ritual that you can do is when you spray on your scent right yeah. I mean that's a moment and so it really sets the mood for the rest of your day and I just so I love you know and so I, I feel yeah. like you know with your sense it, it's just a magical moment you have and then you go out and you go out into the day with this beautiful perspective you know I think a long time ago I heard somebody um you know I was always into like self-help books and stuff and a lot of like poetry and I heard somebody say you know your day the vibe the vibration you start your day with is going to um go out and create all day you know That's that vibration sure. You yeah. know, we all, I mean, not to become esoteric, but we all projecting something to the world and the world is giving it back to us. So, um, you know, if you project, you know, um, 
angst and uh, and uh, you know if you start your day on that vibe basically nothing will go right during the day nothing and and if if you're a little bit more open and a little bit more joyful and a little bit more generous suddenly beautiful things can happen and you know listen i'm not saying that we're responsible for everything that happened to us we are not okay there are accidents of life that are traumatic and and nobody's uh, is you know responsible for it but um but i think in the interaction with people i think the energy we project is is the one we receive back I 100% agree with you. I, I, you know, there's a study, I don't know if I shared this with you, Veronique, but there was a study done using Buddhist monks, um, I think about 30 years ago or so now. Um, And and it was, let me tell you, like, it was so interesting, because um, they used water crystallization, right? And they had these monks, and these are really, really, you know, these are monks that have been doing this their whole life, right? They've been meditating, and they know the idea of meditating on one specific emotion right so they had these monks pick an emotion whether that's anger happiness love uh you know gratitude jealousy all of those then they sat with the water that as it was crystallizing you know as as it was uh, being cooled down and the crystals were forming and i it's so fascinating because when you look at those crystals they all like if the monk was you know meditating on happiness the crystal is beautiful you know the symmetry of the crystal is so beautiful it just encompasses happiness but the one that was meditating on anger if you look at that crystal it has very jagged edges it has very sharp you know like lines and this is was a real study like controlled trial and, that you they know did. we didn't yeah. speak about it together but uh, i've heard of that studies and i saw the pictures of the crystallization of water and uh, it was effectively, and then there's a, a Japanese doctor that has done a ton of research around it, which I think is amazing. And, you know, when we say that words have power, words have power, and we have to choose our words very carefully because, uh, you know, they, they do project something. Um, now, you know, with fragrances, the same, you know, and to me, the fragrances that I'm trying to do, I'm trying to to have a vast array of sensation, not necessarily emotion, but sensation. You know, there are fragrances that will uh, trigger joy. There are, you know, uh, fragrances that will trigger uh, sensuality. There are some that are a little more mysterious. You know, they, they procure a sensation of warmth, of cool, of whatever. But what I'm trying to do always across the board is to make sure that those fragrances are not dark, that they are infused with light. So when you wear them, they they create a bubble of luminosity around you, even though they will be super sensual on skin. But that bubble of luminosity is what carries you throughout the day and allows you to feel to feel good about the day, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's such a, such a brilliant way to actually contribute to this idea and this, this movement that we're seeing of people gravitating more towards, you know, self care, self love, Um, you know, whether that's through meditation, yoga, whatever it is that you use to, you know, bring yourself back to this present moment. I am, you know, a huge believer that that is the biggest you know, good deed you can do for yourself during the day is to center yourself. And so I I just find fragrance, especially, you know, with your line, Veronique, I find it to be such a huge 
player in this movement, you know, and if we really utilize the products, you know, for example, we were talking about the Aroma line, if we utilize these products and we use them to help us come back to what the just your moment right now, you know, presence, it is going to impact so much, you know, and it's people, people talk all day, you know, they, they hear these, these words of these, like, you know, new gurus that are coming out every day. But it, I always tell people, it's not about listening to people. It's about finding it yourself. You have yeah. to sit down with yourself and you have to do the work and to do that work, whatever helps you, whatever helps you get into the meditative state, whatever helps you become more grounded, use that. You know, if it's fragrance, use that, you know, if it's a, it's music, use that, but yeah. you have to do the work, you know? And so I find that to be such an important part of your line. And because for me, it is something that helps me in my practice. It is something that I utilize every single day. And by doing that, you've created something, in my opinion, that's so magical, you know, because well, that's, the, that, that's the best gift you could have given a person is to well, what helps you. them. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting because, um, you know the aroma fragrances obviously you you they are meant to be used like perfume so you're going to spray them like your perf normal perfume and during the day you will feel something happening you will feel either more joyful or more relaxed or more you know centered depending on the one you're wearing all of them will alleviate the stress they will reduce the level of stress they will augment the level of positivity that's what they do each of them in different ways heart body and soul but if you smell them deeply, really deeply a few times, you know, like more in a meditative state, then you really feel the full extent of the benefits of those fragrances. And to allow people to do this, you're talking about meditation, but we created guided meditation around each of the aroma scent, the specific to each aroma scent. And when you buy the product, uh, inside the products, there's a QR code when you open the box on the lid there's a QR code that leads to that uh, guided meditation. So as you're using your product, you can use it like a perfume, fine. You know, you will feel better during the day. If you want to do the work, as you mentioned, you can have that guided meditation right from your product. And for eight to 10 minutes, you give yourself that moment of self-care. As you're smelling your product, your, your perfume, you will feel the incredible benefits that those products perfume procure and you will feel the, the perfume traveling in your body and really bring that sensation of well-being to your body I love that I love that you've uh, you built that in to your you know to the product because that's something I think it's like you did the homework for the consumer <laughs> <laughs> well that's what you're supposed to do no <laughs> yeah no I mean it, it, it's a lovely it's a lovely step to include and you know I, I really encourage everybody if you really want to get into this idea of using fragrance for beyond just a scent and using it to really help you whether that's mentally you know physically spiritually yeah. whatever please yeah. <laughs> invest your time in this you know i want to you know i want to round out the episode ronique and i want to ask you a question because i know we're in pumpkin season you know as a lot of people Yay! say so um i want to get your opinion and your your thoughts on what your favorite scents are for the fall and the winter i know people change their perfume up you know and the scents they're using for this time of the year um and how you know how does that really uh translate for you and what are your opinions around that Listen, I mean, to be um, when the, the weather starts to be a little cooler, I want warmth. 
you know, I want to feel, you know, cozy and comfortable and secured and, and warm and, and, you know, I, I want a hot tea and I want a glass of red wine and I want, you know, a beautiful cashmere sweater, you know, you want warmth. And so I think with fragrance, it's the same, you know, I, I, I tend to, I, I usually like what I like and, and my fragrances are always a bit floral and a lot of woods and amber. But, you know, in the summer, I will go to a fresher version of it. Um, in the winter, I go deep into the woods and the amber. So, so for example, in, in my line, uh, you know, there's a few fragrances that are gorgeous and, and work on woods beautifully and on amber beautifully, like Sexy Garrigue is so wonderfully warm and sexy and comfy. And Noir de May is intriguing and a little, um, you know, more mysterious, but also very woody. And, and it gives you that sense of, 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 of warmth. Um, Eau de la Nuit is unbelievable. So if, for example, you like Vert Désir and it's a very fresh fragrance, by adding Eau de la Nuit, you will continue to have the signature that you love, but suddenly you move it into uh, the season of the fall and winter by the layering of Eau de la Nuit. And you would do the same in the summer with Eau du Jour. So it's, it's a nice way to keep your signature, but then fine tuning it a bit, uh, depending on the season. I love that. I love that you mentioned like layering on the more, um, yeah, the, the more woody and, you know, those kind yeah. of scents. Yeah, that's very, very interesting. I, I never thought about that. Yeah, you could just layer on a yeah. more... Yeah, but a like warmer, a... so so you keep your signature. If let's say you have found your signature, it really works for you. It really is fitted to your personality, and it's yours. Suddenly, you have your signature scent. You know, depending on the mood, depending on the situation, or depending on the season, you will want to fine tune that signature. So in the summer, I would say, okay, layer eau du jour on it, and it will refresh and bring more luminosity and more cool, if you will, uh, to your signature scent. In the fall and winter, layer eau de la nuit, it will immediately make it warmer, darker, more uh, sensual, which I think we all want during the winter month. Right, right. No, I love that. That's that's a beautiful way to, I think, utilize what we already have and then just add to it, you know, exactly. as the seasons change. I yeah. love that. Well, Veronique, you're amazing. As always, I have had so much fun. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. <laughs> you no. make me think. I'm thinking of your primer idea. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to bother you about this, right? I'm I going love to it. Um, I think we might be on to something with it. I mean, I, I just think that it, it's so lovely chatting with you because you, like I said, you really are the encyclopedia for all fragrance. And I'm such a huge fan of your work. You Thanks. know, you're you're doing something that is so much more than just creating a product or, you know, um, creating something that's, you know, beautiful. It's it's really touching people. And it that, you know, to me is the epitome of being an entrepreneur. So I really, really applaud you. And, and I have so much, you know, um, just respect for you for what you've done I'm, here with I'm very life. grateful for those kind words Ekta and I will try to leave um you know to uh, to to make sure that I I deliver on those beautiful words you just said
<laughs> oh, I, think, I think you've more than delivered but yeah I, I appreciate that and for everyone listening I hope you loved our um you know this episode in the series uh we are going to definitely have Veronique back for another episode so definitely stay tuned if there's any topics you guys want to learn about or that you would love for Veronique to comment on definitely email me let me know um you can reach me directly um ecta at skincareanarchypodcast.com and I'll definitely bring them up to her and maybe we can make a, an episode just as a Q&A from what oh, you guys love say. that yeah. love 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 that you can so, ask any question there's no right or wrong question there's only question that needs answers exactly see you heard it from the master herself so definitely chime in let me know leave your comments your suggestions your feedback um and yeah we will be back next time with another amazing episode thank you Ekta. thank you everybody for listening <laughs>